Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring one minute at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. Joining us again for his last episode this week is Nick Jimenez. Hi, happy Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So and this happy minute... Doctor Strange coming out, I think. Um. Uh, does that come out today? No. Oh, I don't okay. think. Yeah. This no, minute what? starts with... <laughs> This minute starts with Doctor Strange. (laughs) No, it starts with uh, Gandalf reading, uh, in the middle of reading his scrolls. And Merry and Pippin's song getting cut off. And ends with Merry and Pippin. Yeah. And not just Merry and Pippin show up in the library and spill beer all over All over the books. (laughs) 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 Kill yourself reading that! (laughs) Both of you, kill yourself! Fool of a took, take um, your brandy buck and kill thyself. Oh, thy brandy buck. <laughs> it sounds like an item, doesn't it? A brandy buck. Yeah. Take your brandy buck. Brandy buck plus one to beer. <laughs> beer and merriment. Yes. Merriment. Hey. <laughs> so are they all cousins or just, just Mary and Pippin? Sam is not one of their cousins. Sam okay. is actually like a lower class. Yeah, Sam is like a lower class person. Yeah, um, he's like he's like low class, and Mary and Pippin and Frodo are like middle class. Are all no, they're like, like upper, upper middle, middle class. class. They are all related because their families have inter been intermarrying for the past. Yeah. it's kind of like the British monarchy. Yeah, Mary and Pippin are first cousins, and then Frodo is a cousin to one of them on the Mary. other side of the family. I think it's Mary. Yeah. No, it's uh it's Pippin. Oh. Uh it's uh Took. No, it's Mary. Is it? Yeah, because Bilbo is Oh, it's Bilbo whose mom is a Took. His mom is a Took and then Frodo's, and one of Frodo's mom is a brandy, is a brandy buck. buck yeah. yeah. And Bilbo's grandfather invented golf by cutting off a goblin's head. Like his great grandfather or whatever, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I just wanted to cool. Yeah. And he was a Took too. Yeah. yeah. He's was he the old Took? Yeah, the old Took. Yeah. Well that's he's kind the of the old- that's like Bilbo's arc. No, right? not the old Took. The old Took's a different guy. Oh, okay. Is he's kind of Bilbo's let his baggins kind of overshadow the the Tookish nature of his like Right. But him being a being a Took is the whole reason that Gandalf's like, I have some friends for you. That's kind I of think like, Oh, you can party. You're a Took, <laughs> you you party. Are you old enough to party? <laughs> what are you sixty eight? <laughs> What are you, uh, what are you, 40, you're 49, 50, you're old enough to party. You can party. Here, take this. <laughs> I got this map and these 12 guys. They're coming <laughs> over <laughs> right now. There's the 13th 13 guy. guys. I got this map and these 13 guys. <laughs> no, so it's Some of us are going to get straight No, it's up 13 murdered. because Gandalf was always going to leave, and it was unlucky for them to be left with just 13 people in the company. Oh, yeah. I thought there were 12 dwarves. There's 13. Uh, and then that's why... Frodo's the 14th. Thorin is superstitious. Oh, what a... Among other things. Weird. Among <laughs> among also being vain. And, and hot. And greedy. <laughs> and uh, nearsighted. Have you guys heard that theory? No. There's I saw this Tumblr post where there's like moments in the movie where, where like, um, like there's 
what there, there's a part where they're in the field where, like after they get out of the goblin cave and he's like where's where's bilbo and like he's like right there <laughs> and like and parts where he's like um like the moments where he's fighting where he's like anyway and the author of this post is like guys i think thorin is like nearsighted just needs glasses <laughs> yeah he, but he's like but he's too proud to like need them or wear glasses so like he just like bears through it <laughs> i is see that, that. I he see can't that. like read he's like put things right in front of his nose yeah that's why maybe that's why he can't find the the keyhole yeah it's like, nope, we can't get in. I'm I'm done. <laughs> and Balin's like, dude, it's it's, it's right, right there. there. No, we're all dead. <laughs> Lost forever. <laughs> oh, woe is the line of Durin. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's like the curse of Durin's line. They're all nearsighted. <laughs> they don't know what that is. They think it's some magical curse. Middle- no. <laughs> They couldn't see a dragon coming towards them. <laughs> they were banking on smog being nearsighted, so that's how that's the only way that that like big sneak, gold statue yeah. would work. God, that scene is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god, there's stuff in this minute. There's stuff in this. We get to see a hobbit on the edge of, on the edge of the Shire. Telling uh, telling the black rider to please leave me and my dog alone. Yeah, his you weird full size dog. <laughs> well, why would it be a hobbit sized dog? That doesn't make any sense. The dogs are like super big to hobbits. Right, they could ride them like a horse. Yeah. yeah, it's like if you have like a Great Dane, that's a Clydesdale. But like when you see the hobbits farming, they have like full size ox. Do they? Oh my god, can he totally does. Oh yeah. Okay. The Hobbit movies would have been so amazing if instead of a pony he was riding like a like a great dame. Like a wolf. Time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's just Scooby Doo. He's just riding Scooby Doo yeah. the whole time. Ruh, ruh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just the CGI two thousand and two Scooby Doo. Bobo! He's just like bullet on the mic. Oh my god. Oh man. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah, so so we get that great kind of slow turn shot of the ring wraith, and he's like Shire Baggins. Um, and that's <laughs> if you don't his voice. Yeah, interesting. Sounds, I never knew that. That's awesome. It sounds like um, like Liv Tyler's voice almost when she's, she's doing the Elvis. Elvis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tyler. But it, yeah, it is it, it is Andy Circus's voice. Yeah. Shire Baggins. I like that it's kind of squeaky. Yeah. A friend of mine worked with her on The Leftovers um, when they were shooting oh, wow. in when they were shooting in Austin, and apparently awesome. she, she's just like the sweetest human in the world. I believe. I believe it. it. She's so pretty. Empire Records. Yeah. Like, That's awesome. uh, I mean, how else do you like rebel from being a rock star's daughter other than being like a nice, yeah. polite, wonderful person, like actress. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a normal human being. She's like, oh, hi, hey, dad. He's just like. (laughs) What do you think that Hobbit did for the rest of the night after that? (laughs) Just sat staring at his fire. What the hell was that? He probably like double bolted his door. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to I'm going to nail all my doors and windows shut and not come out of my home for two months. Smoked like an entire mason jar of weed. (laughs) 
They've got the, the whole keg of old Toby. He's got out back. Oh my He's going to smoke the whole thing. Just drink. I'm not going to leave the house until this is gone. His wife comes downstairs. She's like, what are you doing? And That's just, more adventure than anyone in my family has ever had. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> just meeting that I one. love that the... the I love the dog is like angrily barking and is like ready to defend him. And then the ring wraith turns and the dog. Yeah. You don't have a face. And in my brain, it's like the the dog shuts the door and locks it on the owner. You are just a hood. Just a hood. So um, that's like the name of a rap album. Just Just a hood. So um, there's a uh, my there's a photo of. Me, my sister, and my nephew, um, and my nephew just turned 14, like, a week ago. So my mom found this photo of him when he was, like, one. Aww. And in that in that photo, uh, she, he is a pumpkin, and my sister is, like, a generic, like, wizard. You know, like, the pointy hat and, like, the blue, like, moons and yeah. star ropes. And I am a ring wraith. And I... It's, Are you holding the pumpkin child? <laughs> yeah. And it sucks because my mom has been took a took a cell phone photo of that hard photograph and has been showing it to everyone as if, you know, like, hey, you know, look at how little Landry used to be, you know, like, oh, this is his first Halloween, blah, blah, blah. And it sucks because every time she shows that photo, it's like, who's that? Aww. Nick, what was he? I was a ring wraith. What? <laughs> oh, I was a ring wraith from Lord of the Rings. And I just curl up into like your uh, your your geekiness is exposed for the yeah. world. <laughs> You're some kind of ghoul. I mean, no, I'm a ring wraith. Did, did, did you ever did you ever see nine, the rings? nine rings were forged for men who above all else desire power? And I, I took one and I got corrupted and then so I was no, trying. There's like a, there's a poem. There's, there's like three movies. They won Oscars, mom. <laughs> like eleven of them. Oh my goodness. Hey man, I was an elf for Halloween. That's just fine. like a generic woodland elf. I never cool. did anything like that. I was usually pretty lazy when it came to costumes. Just like a scream mask and a pillowcase full of No, candy. like a like a sign around my neck that said I'm the invisible man. Oh my god. Uh, last year uh last year I was uh Lowry. I was Jake Johnson's character from Jurassic World. Um, oh sweet. And the year before that I was um I was uh, me and my friend Hunter went as uh, Hank and Gome from Breaking Bad. <laughs> I need to still watch Breaking Bad. You do. And the year before that, I was Sokka, a waterbender, but no one knew what I was. Ah, oh, what? I just found like this really cool like jacket, like a like a lush blue jacket, and I was like, "This is like a waterbender jacket. I'll go as a waterbender." That's awesome. Yeah, last year I went as Stevani, and this year I just don't have any time or resources. Yeah. yeah, and you know, if you're not going anywhere, you're like, well, why, why dress right, up? Yeah. I have a Kylo Ren mask. I'll wear it to the treaters. <laughs> That's so funny that you were a ring wraith. Yeah. That's fantastic. amazing. There's at least three of them that you see, like their shadows and stuff in this minute. But what's even yeah. weirder is he wasn't even born until 2002. So that meant it was a ring wraith, like not even the year that the ring wraiths were in the movies. <laughs> you were a ring wraith when Return of the King came out. Yeah. <laughs> like... Wait, I didn't see them in the third. They weren't in the third one, man. They were in the first one and in the second one, but they're on dragons because they're 
horses were destroyed by uh, those a- are those are the winged beasts are called Nazgul, Nazgul. as are the riders themselves <laughs> Nazgul is a word for both of them what because really? he couldn't yes. think of another word to mean dragon thing <laughs> that wasn't dragon i don't know why he didn't go with like wyvern because that's totally what they are that's a totally that's a thing wait Okay, wait, what's it called when a dragon has two legs and then wings? Uh, wyvern. Or oh, yeah, wyvern. Oh, wyvern. Or make up another word, because it's all made up. Because <laughs> he's literally why a not, why, He, he just, calls them Nazgul, yeah. and then he just later just only calls them winged beasts, but they are referred to as both. Well, you just clock out early that day? like. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I never came up with another word for these. Uh, uh, winged beast. Winged beast. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I know this because I got into an argument with someone about this many years ago that the winged beasts were also referred to as Nazgul. That's hardcore. <laughs> I had to show them that this is true. Oh my god. You're uh, a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I say on my Lord of the Rings podcast. Yes. <laughs> The pot calling the kettle black. Yes, I know. God, Maybe a great name for a podcast. What? The pod black calling black. the kettle black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so the Ringwraith ruins both the dog and the hobbit's lives forever. <laughs> like, that guy's forever changed, like someone who came back from Vietnam. Yeah. One time. He just has, like, flashbacks. This one time, man, I was just... I was just splitting wood in my yard. <laughs> <laughs> Do they put red contact lenses... They put red contact lenses in the horse's eyes because it looks like they have red eyes. It's probably digital. Okay, that's better. I don't want. I don't like the thing about <laughs> forcing contacts on an animal. That's horrifying. What is this? I more know, horse? Whenever, whenever I say, oh no, Sorry. stand still, horse. Stand no, still. That movie gave me like what movie? War horse. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh man, it's very traumatic. Um, but, no animals were harmed. No, I know, but it's just like. There's only so much horse through barbed wire I can take That's fair. in one sitting. Uh, but I always feel bad for these horses because they look like they're just covered in like, filth, literal shit. Well, yeah, they're trying to make it look like their hooves are bleeding and yeah. their gums are rotting. And they have like weird like eye boogers even. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're supposed to be nasty like zombie horses. zombie horses. Okay. Are they literal zombie horses? I don't think so. Yeah, are those the corrupted. horses? That, were they their horses when they were still humans? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. Or is it like the weird... I think they're just corrupted horse. No, because Mordor... Um, uh, I think agents of Mordor buy horses from uh, bands of raiders on the outskirts of Rohan that are kidnapping Rohan horses. Oh. I stopped watching Agents of Mordor after the second season. Agents of Mordor. <laughs> but now there's like a Flame and Skull guy, so that might be cool. Oh, yeah. No, totally. Um, Clark Gregg is a really chill ring raid. Yeah, man. Um, Hobbit's partying always really. Yeah, shout out to Hobbit's partying always really makes me nostalgic for or you know aching for uh, like Thanksgiving. Yeah, like the hardest. I love food because that that's around the fall, isn't it? The hardest. Well, no. Well, no. Where where they are time wise in the movie, I think so. Yeah, and like and like the movie came out. The movie came out in December, you know. Yeah. And I think then the movie takes place like in September. 
I think there's just something about a, 21st night of September. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's when the party takes place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's just something about the fire song. like a wood paneled room that's full of people singing and like drinking beer. That's and just food. Yeah. It's just holidays. Yeah. Uh, man, yeah. I want whatever they're having though. Yeah, it's man. The Alamo Draft House. Um, the Alamo Draft House has this thing every once in a while. Where it's like a Lord of the Rings like feast. Where you, awesome. you like watch all three movies and like you get like, like roast chicken and like beer and like potatoes, like a whole suckling pig. <laughs> yeah, just carbs on carbs on carbs. Oh man, that sounds wonderful, magical. Let's go. Why aren't the hobbits? Why aren't there more? It always bugged me when it I was reading, like the only chubby hobbit. Yeah, because like you read the books and Jake J.R. J. Tolkien's like all hobbits are fat, you know, and like that's kind of get behind that. <laughs> And then yeah, man. you see the movie and all the hobbits are like pretty much like normal bodied. Right. Well, not normal. I don't want to. Sorry. To be the, but no. like, <laughs> yeah, but like thin and like, you know, and I was like, why aren't there more overweight hobbits just because of the way they eat and drink and smoke? Yeah. Like, could they not just find more attractive chubby people like Sean Astin? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, chubby people. I mean, it's Hollywood, man. Yeah, New Zealand, man. <laughs> New Zealand. Well, yeah, no, the, um, none, of the, none of the leads are from New Zealand. That's true. I Is bet it? you there was a studio note. It's like you can't make all the hobbits fat. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you can have one fat hobbit. You can have, you can have one fat one, and it has to be like the one that's the most obvious. <laughs> all right. It's it calling me even singing them out. Yeah, he's like you stupid, stupid fat, fat hobbit. hobbit. Well, he refers to all hobbits as fat. Yeah, does he? I think so. I thought he was just Sam. Stupid fat hobbitses. Because Sam like threatens him with a frying pan. Yeah. So he's like, ah, food. You fat hobbit. I always appreciate um, that Frodo is never like on the table singing, but he's just kind of like prancing around them. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Mary and Mary and Pippin are woo girls. Frodo's just kind of there. Yeah. Frodo's their wingman. Frodo is the perpetual ring yeah. wingman. Ring the ringman. <laughs> the ringman. The ringman. Maybe he's just not interested in ladies. Or dudes. Or dudes. He's just interested in in the ring. I like I like the idea of Frodo being like asexual. I think that's I think it's cool that there's like a character in fantasy that just has no romantic feelings for anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Like he loves everyone. He loves Sam and he loves Gandalf and he loves the elf, but he doesn't. <laughs> re- <laughs> Gandalf, Gimli, elf boy. Uh, <laughs> that will elf. never not be funny to me. La 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 la. Legoland. There's Lego Legolas and his Lego Lasso, Lego Las, Las Legolas, Legolas, yes. it just goes on and on. Uh. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, me. The, huh? the, um, the song that they start singing is composed by Fran Walsh again. Yeah. Oh, she's cool. She she did all the Hobbit songs, which is which is pretty awesome. I like uh, that there's like continuity. Yeah. Because she does the walking song and she does this tavern song. Yeah. I think she even like didn't she write like into the West? Um, I don't know. I thought Annie Lennox wrote it, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, I think she wrote the lyrics for the song that closes the end of this movie, 
like oh, the Boys Choir one. No, that's Enya, but um, the I don't remember the, the name Boys of the Choir one. I don't yeah, know. when the cold of winter comes. Yeah, yeah. Um, this scene too with the with the rider was shot after everything else. It's like a pickup shot at the end to just like fill stuff in. Yeah. Which is cool. And the the Hobbit, whose life is ruined forever, is a native New Zealand extra. Whose name I missed. And But they used him initially when they were first storyboarding everything. Before they had any actors, they just hired a bunch of New Zealand actors to kind of play different roles, like a voiceover. For as, like their pre-animatic storyboard yeah. mini-movie version. So it's cool that he actually gets to be in the movie that he yeah. worked on. yeah. Instead of just a voice, it kind of just adds to, like, in some way. I mean, I, I don't. I think. I think this might even be a quote, but in some ways, like, this trilogy is kind of the most expensive home movies of all time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think like, that even is though something. The, yeah. yeah. Even though there are massive productions, like everyone is someone's friend, and like, yeah. like Fran, Fran Walsh did the music as well as right. It just it really feels like a bunch of crazy kids putting on a show. Yeah, which is awesome. Just building miniatures in their it, parents' garage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it really it really helps the feel of the movie. It really feels like a labor of love because the crew and the cast like really being friends and knowing each other comes through on screen. Yeah, cuz you can't fake, I mean you can fake camaraderie, but it's really hard. Right. But like the kind of chemistry that all these people have and like the way everything looks and how everything came together so well is it it, it shines through and it's because they were all buddy buddy. Right. It's like going away to summer camp for eighteen yeah. months. Yeah. And most importantly, that's the best summer camp experience of your life. And if I could go, I would. Yeah. <laughs> and no girls, anyway. <laughs> except for uh, except for Liv Tyler and Kate Blanchett. But they weren't there the whole time. No, they weren't there the whole time. Although Liv was there more than Kate, probably. Yeah. It's like, hey guys, and they like, hey, you like, guys need to hang out for like four months. They have like fifteen inside jokes. The next yeah. time she comes back, and she's like, oh, fine, I'll just be in my trailer. Right. <laughs> you know, I'll say this. You know, for C.S. Lewis, he had at least three female characters per Narnia book. Yeah, and they're all leads. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes even the villains. Yeah. yeah. Right. He used um, uh, Susan and Lucy and the White Witch and. Jill and the horse. <laughs> the horse. The I horse. mean, the horse and its boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I now know. We now know the name of the guy that did all the calligraphy for this movie. Oh, do we? Uh, he's a guy named Daniel Reeves, who's also a local, like New Zealand guy, who worked. Someone knew him, and he worked in a bank, and his hobby was calligraphy. And he started doing some calligraphy work for them, then quit his job in the bank and started doing it full time for the movie. That's awesome. And then got hired by New Line to do calligraphy and written word work for other movies. Awesome. That's cool. So this guy just like quit his day job to do this. Man, that's the dream, honestly. Right? Just quit your day job and work on Lord of the Rings. What are you going to do? I, I write pretty words for a living. <laughs> Someday I'll develop carpal tunnel and have to stop. But until that time... Fun. <laughs> you sound fun so far away. Fun. Why do you sound so far away? Oh, because I'm away from the mic. He's like floating. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost time for me to leave. Until that time. <laughs> it's almost time for me to leave. I'll be back another day. Yeah. I have to go back to where I came from.
So I know you talked about uh, it a little bit on Monday, but do you have anything like, like what is your like Lord of the Rings origin story? Or was that basically like you read The Hobbit and then you saw the movies? Oh, no, I have a few. Uh, so I'll never forget. I went to go see this movie with my dad, who I've seen every um, Middle Earth movie except the Battle of the Five Armies um, because I, I didn't want to put him through that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but we saw all we saw both the first two Hobbit movies together and all Lord of the Rings movies together. And he and I went to go see uh, Fellowship of the Ring at this really beautiful. It's still there. Uh, Regal Cinema in San Antonio. It looks like an old, like, southern, like, Texas church. Um, it's one of my favorite theater chains, or, you know. That's cool. Uh, yeah, and so I went to go see it. It blew my mind, and I had a uh, loose tooth at the time. <laughs> you know, like a baby tooth. And, you know, when you're a little kid, and you're just always kind of, like, fiddling with it, like, with your tongue or with your finger, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was so enraptured in the movie that it wasn't until I was on the ride home with my dad that I went to go, you know, play with my tooth again because I remembered about it and it was gone. <laughs> so Did you at, swallow it with your popcorn? So at some point during the third movie, I must have, my tooth must have fallen out and <laughs> like hit the ground and I was so in the world of the movie that I didn't even notice and I always think about some poor teenager was probably m cleaning up the floor of that movie theater and found like a human tooth. This <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, just like, oh my god, that's awesome. So yeah, I love these movies. I I you know I think about them all the time. Uh, and yeah, yeah, they were just a really important part of my imagination growing up. I think I saw them at like the perfect time where yeah. i was just starting to realize that these were movies you know mm -hmm. but still empathetically watching them was like oh they're real you know yeah yeah so yeah it was pretty yeah yeah i, I love these movies uh and if you could guest on any minute in fellowship aside from this this week what what scene would it be um phew, man anything i'm really really Anything Minds of Moria related would be dope. Yeah. Um, or anything around the time of uh, Aragorn and like Boromir fighting off like the Urukai. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two guys fighting off like a thousand two orcs. Two dudes being bros yeah. fighting orcs. <laughs> the uh, the and it sucks. I'm, 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 I might just I'm gonna go and blow this story now. But um, when I saw this that when I saw that movie the first time when Aragorn cuts off Lurtz's head, my theater applauded. That's awesome. Yeah, it was I'm, the first, first time that had ever happened. I'm really sad that I didn't see any of these in theaters. Because, I don't know. Oh, man, the third movie in theaters was so good. <laughs> Seeing the third movie in theaters was amazing. The When the Rohirrim show up in the third movie, mm -hmm. it was so awesome on the big screen. My theater, the theater I was in when I saw the third movie applauded when anyone takes your helmet off. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Heck yeah. That was awesome. I am no man, bitches. <laughs> I'm no man and... Just murders a dude. <laughs> and then it's the, and the hobbit's like, I'm, I was here too. <laughs> I'm not a man either. I'm a hobbit. I'm a half man. <laughs> That's not what we call hobbit males, so I'm not a man either. 
All right. I think that about wraps up this week. Yeah, thank you. Week. Uh, yeah, thank you for yeah. guesting. Oh, yeah, anytime. We had a lot of fun going off on tangents, talking about <laughs> Bill and Ted and are you seriously doing like a wrap up? Making fun of, <laughs> we making a lot fun of the week. Hobbit. It was a good we week. sure learned a lot, lot, you guys. I learned a lot that summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh you can find God. us online at duelinggenre.com. Contact at lordoftheringsminute.com. We're on Twitter at LOTR Minute. Tumblr at, Lord of the, uh, LOTR Minute.tumblr.com. <laughs> We're on Facebook where we have a normal podcast group and a listener group called fellowship of the mic which has been pretty rad so far you should give us a five-star review on itunes like the cool people you all are out there uh you can find nick and cassandra and scott on the doctor's companion and you can find nick and scott as the hosts of back to the future minute they're currently on hiatus but they'll be doing movie three when they come back there's over 200 episodes of them to go listen to on that yeah which even i need to keep listening to uh (laughs) Scott and Nick and Cassandra also work on Geek by Night, which is awesome. And everyone should go vote for them on Audioverse Awards. Yes, yes, please. Yeah. You can support us on Patreon We at uh, duelinggenre.com slash support. There's a one-time donation button and merchandise soon. Coming soon. Magical Fire Mountain t-shirts and <laughs> other inside jokes from our listener group. <laughs> It'll be a good time. And as always, a special thanks to our Patreon associate producer, Leaper182. Uh, I hope everyone enjoys the weekend. And speaking of the weekend, people are starting to clamor for a weekend edition for us. So yeah. we should get working on that yeah, soon. Yeah, we're working on it. It's just, you know. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah. Um, so. And thank you again, Nick. And we'll yes. talk to you all the guys. It's uh, been a pleasure. <laughs>